Good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries. How are you this morning? I'm hoping that all is well with you. Hallelujah. Let me do a mic check here. Hallelujah. God is good. And we finally got some sunshine this morning. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to see the sun in the morning? Hallelujah. We have the S-O-N. That's one thing. The S-O-N, Jesus said he will never leave us nor forsake us. Isn't that great to know? Hallelujah. But the sun has kind of been dipping on us a little bit lately. Amen. Amen. And uh, we got to keep people in prayer because that affects people's moods. It affects their minds, you know, and it could lead to depression as well. So let's pray for people all around the world, not only for that, but for the sake of uh, coming to Jesus. Let's pray that, that there's a rush of people to come to Jesus and, and have a knowledge of him. I, and I always say immediately, and I'll let God take it from there, amen. I'd like to see it all happen at one time, even though we know it's not going to all happen at one time, but we would like for it to, amen. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. We are here yet another day. God is good. We're on this side of the grave, and that's always a blessing. If people can't find any other blessing, that is a blessing to be alive. God woke us up this morning. Amen. I am going to talk today about uh, crying to God. Crying to God. Amen. And I'll get on that subject right after I invoke the Holy Spirit. One third of the kingdom sitting inside of us ready whenever we need him. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. We thank you for being our Lord, our God. Baruch Atah Hashem Adonai. We thank you for loving us and taking care of us. We thank you for the times that you forgive us when no one else would. You were there for us. You'll always be there for us. And we thank you for the healing that you give us each and every day. And Jesus, you said, by your stripes we are healed. And I'm praying right now in your holy name that, in fact, I decree and declare that everybody listening to this right now, uh, regardless of where they're at around the world or what time of day they listen to it, I decree and declare in Jesus' holy name that nothing by any means can stay with you. It can attack you, but by the blood of Jesus Christ, you are whole. You are made whole. Jesus told us by his blood we are healed. No sin, no sickness can attack you, and we rebuke it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Holy Spirit, give me the words that I need to, 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 so people can understand exactly what you are trying to convey to them, hallelujah, through me. And I appreciate you using me for prayer. I, we lift up all the prayer requests that we receive, prayer requests from mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, daughters and sons, grandmothers, grandchildren, even to the uh, point of lifting up prayers of those that are in leadership, different types of leadership who feel the pressure and the oppression that's going on around the world, and they need your help. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. It's, uh, Jesus is the only one. God is the only one that can help us in our situ any situation that we find ourselves in. And I have a dozen of points right now that I can use 
um, that I'm going to use as, as notes to give you an example. And if some of you want to, like I always say, grab your pen, your notebook, your pencil, whatever you're going to get to write some notes down so that you can look at these later and you can read them and see what the Holy Spirit shows to you. Amen. I give you skeleton notes. Amen. How's that? And you take it and, and do whatever God tells you to do when you're reading it to see what he says to you about these certain situations. Amen. Hallelujah. Crying to God. Crying to God. With the recent shootings in Buffalo and Texas, there's you know, there's been and are many who mourn. People are mourning right now. People we are in, in America right now is mourning for these things that are happening um and it unrest We're going through periods, not a period of, we're going through periods of unrest. And people are saddened by this evil and they are crying to God. Amen? Crying to God. Even people that thought that they weren't believers, they they didn't want to believe in God and and they, they, they rebuked. They they didn't want him in their lives. They didn't want to believe. Amen. The devil had them blinded. Even those people are crying now to God. Amen. El Nino and the weather, as we have already experienced the last few weeks, doesn't help. Alcohol and drugs can't help. What we need is repentance. In this nation, we need not just this nation, all around the world, people need to begin to repent to God and seek God and look up to God, look for God. Amen. Repentance and a cry unto Jesus. This is what we need. Amen. You know, we took God out of schools. You guys know the whole conversation, right? We took God out of schools. We, we, In fact, somebody was just showing us this morning, I believe that Carla was showing us on our prayer group, New Birth Ministries prayer group, that they're even making quarters now where the president's head is, is, um, is, is, faced, is turned against the words that says, in God we trust. What does that, hey, don't they say a picture tells? What is a thousand words? What does that tell you when in God we trust is behind the president's head? He's not even facing the words anymore. Come on, guys. You know, this this is people, God gives us signs. Amen, harbingers. And if that isn't a harbinger, I would like to know what is. America is turning her back on God. Amen. Somebody should have caught that. And I'm sure that they did. Amen. Amen. There are many instances where people cried unto God in the Bible for those who choose to believe and read the Bible. And we should not be ashamed and we should not be afraid to cry to God. Now, when we say cry, we mean cry. Amen. Hallelujah. Crying out. You're calling out loudly because you're either frightened, unhappy, or in pain. 
And that's what we mean by crying to God. Um, you see people, sometimes you see preachers, and even while they're, while they're uh, preaching, they'll begin to cry. They're crying out to God because the Holy Spirit is, is, is using them, and they're feeling other people's pain. You know, crying to God is also a sort, a sort of intercession. It is intercession. Amen. And people cry when they're feeling people's pain. Uh, and, and we're crying to God for healing in our lives, amen, healing in our nations, healing in our governments, our schools, our households, our families, amen, hallelujah, amen. You know, there's a song that says, uh, you're the glory and the lifter of my head, you're the glory and the lifter of my head, Amen. And it goes, you're the glory and the lifter of my head. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. Oh, thou art Lord, our shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. And it says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. See, and, and that is actually in the Bible. That's a song that was written after Scripture. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Who is too cute? Who is too cute to cry to God? Who is too vain to cry to God? Who thinks that they're too good, amen, to cry to God? I am not one of them. And also, if you notice, whenever the uh, Hebrew people, when Jewish people pray, like at the wailing wall, and how many of you have noticed them rocking? They'll rock while they're praying. Okay, rocking, rocking, rocking while they're praying. Some, most of the time, they go backwards and forwards, and some go sideways. I call it the old church mother's rock. Amen. <laughs> when you see church mothers rocking side to side, they're they're in a, they're in a form of intercession. They're in a form of prayer, receiving the gifts of comfort that the Holy Spirit has for them. Amen. When Jewish people do that at the wall, it is called in Yiddish. Shuckling, S-H-U-C-K-L-I-N-G. It's called shuckling, and it means to shake, actually, or to swing. It's a ritual of swaying during Jewish prayer, and like I said, but also side to side. Are you a swinger? Amen. You know, I'm not talking in the flesh, y'all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you shuckling for Jesus? Are you crying out to God? Amen. All right. Now, I want to start out with uh, Exodus. I have 12 scriptures I'm going to go through real quick. Exodus 2.23. Exodus 2.23. Amen. Hallelujah. This is when Moses left his his royalty. Amen. This is when Moses decided he didn't want to be a prince anymore. He found out that he was Jewish, he was a Hebrew, and he left his 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 royalty, earthly uh royalty, amen, and he married Zipporah. He ran into some daughters of a man who owned a lot of land, and he they were shepherds because he had no sons. The father had no sons, amen? And so, therefore, women can be shepherds. 
the women were shepherds, okay? And when you're a shepherd, that means somewhere along the line you have flock, amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so he marries the poor, amen? And the king dies after he left, marries this beautiful woman, taking care of the flock, taking care of the family. The king has died. The king died, amen, in Egypt. And because the king died, the people were crying out to God. They were, the, the Israelites were crying to God because of the, what happens to us now. Amen? Slavery. We're talking about plain old slavery. They were using them. People, Israelites died to build some of their buildings. Israelites were raped and beaten, and, and, and everything can happen. Whatever you can think of, they did to these people to get their stuff taken care of, get their towns built and their monuments built, you know, and the people are crying. They said, what's going to happen to us now? They cried unto God. Amen. As I said, uh, it's, uh, you're calling out loudly because you're frightened, unhappy, or in pain. They were frightened and unhappy as well. Amen. And then Exodus 14.10. Israel cried when the king changed his mind after he let them go and he decided to follow them. Evil entered his mind, and he decided to follow them. Israel cried out to God. And they said, you can only imagine. They were saying, God, we thought you were going to help us. What do we do now? They cried out to God. Amen. They were frightened. Israel was frightened. Amen. And then Exodus 17, 4, okay, when Moses was leading the people to freedom, and things began to happen to them. There was no water. And they, and they told her, they said, did you bring us out here to kill us? It says the people cried out to God. They wanted to know what was going on. Amen. They were unafraid, unhappy. Amen. Israel cried out to God. Now, now Judges 3.9, God will send you a deliverer. Okay. You have to believe. You have to receive, believe and receive when God sends a deliverer. And keep that in your heart. Be ye holy for I am holy, God says. Amen. Watch this in Judge 3, 9. It says God sent a deliverer. His name was Othniel, O-T-H-N-I-E-L. Okay, and he was great. He was awesome. But after he died, Israel began to sin again. Okay, now here we go. Crying out to God, that's great. Cry out to God whenever you need him. That's what he wants us to do. If he didn't, it would have been in the Old Testament for us to see these examples. Amen. So they cried out to God. The good man dies, the good deliverer. Okay, notice the word deliverer. Okay, he died. So Israel says, well, we're just going to sin again. See, this, if you, if you look at the, at the pattern that Israel had in the Old Testament, they were, they, were, they were freed, they sinned. Freed, they sinned. Freed, they sinned. Amen? Not good. Not good. So that's why I said earlier that repentance is necessary. Now, when you repent, God sends help. 
Some people ask God for help and they didn't get it yet. Have you repented? Did you ask God to forgive you of your sins? Is there anything between you and is there anything coming between you and God that would stop his blessings from reaching you? Repent. Amen. You could cry to God all you want to, but don't go after he delivers you from your troubles. Don't get into another one. Don't find another one. Amen. And surely don't go back. Repentance is necessary, and this is what I like to call repent, uh, repeat offenders. Amen. We have repeat offenders. Repeat offenders are people who constantly go back to their filth. The word offend tells you it can't be anything good. Repeat offenders constantly go back to their filth. And this is the pattern that we see in the Old Testament. Amen. Israel constantly went back to their filth. You couldn't leave them alone for a year. You couldn't leave them alone for months. They were left alone one time and built a calf out of gold. How can you serve God? How can you serve God, creator of all things, Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, amen, how can you serve him and then go back to earthly things? There's no way to live a kingdom life if you're stuck on earthly things. And yes, God wants us to have the best. Yes, God wants us to be rich. He wants us to be abundant. But the Bible also says, be content, amen, in the New Testament, who was it, Paul, the Apostle Paul? I'm content in all things. Be content. God can't trust you with more if you don't handle the little bit he gave you. Amen. Be content. Hallelujah. Judges 4.3 and Judges 6.7. In 4.3, Israel kept sinning. <laughs> so God brought up Deborah the judge. She was a prophetess, okay? So now we have, notice, in, 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 in this session, you hear that women were shepherds, and now a woman is a judge and a prophetess. Amen. So we have Deborah, and Deborah was so good at what she did. She had so much wisdom, so much, so much uh, uh, belief, so much power that there is a man named Barak, and he wouldn't even go to war. He said, I'm not going to go unless you go with me. That's how good Deborah was. That's how much she was needed. Amen. And then in Judges 6-7, Israel's sins again. And they wonder where God is. See, people can get under oppression. Israel, every time they got under oppression, they, they, they wanted to, they sinned against God because they felt, well, where is God? Why is he allowing this to happen to us? Well, I'm thinking, people always say, why is God, why is God allowing this to happen to us? But what you should really be saying is, why do I continue to fall for the devil's mess? where I'm going to have to ask God to get me out of it. Look, be clean or, you know, be, make up your mind. You can't serve the devil. You can't walk hold, with God holding the devil's hand. You can't walk the fence. Amen. you got to make up your mind whose side you are on. Are you a repeat offender? Do you know any repeat offenders? I know one. 
I know one. Every time he gets, and you might even know some uh, like I do, you ever see a person every time that they get freed, okay, they go to lockup, they get free, they go back. They go to, they mess up, okay, they sin, there comes the sin, they mess up, they go to lockup, they get free, and they go back. And they sin again. It never stops. Repeat offender. Amen. Hallelujah. How many times can you how many times can you sin and blame God? I say, where are you at, God? You know? Impossible. First Samuel seven nine. Samuel gave an offering to God, and when he did, there was great thundering, and Israel won the battle. I think it was last, maybe last week I was telling everybody, or maybe it was one of my (laughs) good morning coffee in heaven, I mean morning coffee in heaven with Jesus, but I was telling people heaven is not whisper quiet. Heaven gives the noise, amen? Heaven is not quiet. After Samuel gave an offering to God that says there was a great thundering, amen, and Israel won the battle. Amen. What's your offering to God? What is your offering to God that is so awesome that God lets you know he appreciates it? Hallelujah. Amen. What are you giving to God? Give him your all. Amen. Trust him with everything. As you heard me say last Sunday, don't hold anything back. Don't be like uh, uh, Ananias and Sapphira. They held back some money and both of them died. Amen. I'm not just talking about money. Anything. Give God your all. Amen. Whatever you do, the Bible says, do it as unto the Lord. Amen. First Kings 17:20. Elijah and Elijah. This is about Elijah and the widow. You guys probably remember the story about Elijah. He was he was sent. God sent him to help out a widow, and he he helped them and her and her son. And they were getting ready to die. They had one cake left or whatever, enough meal to make one cake, and and they were they, they were prepared to die. And he told her he said he, he made her reach out. See, God will make you stretch out. He'll make you reach out in your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he told her he said, make one for me first. <laughs> This woman, her and her son's prepared to die, and the man of God comes and says, I want one first. Make one for me first. Amen. And she, you can only imagine how she felt, so she made one for him first. She stretched her faith. She reached out, and she helped somebody, and sure enough, they were blessed. But here's what happened. After they were blessed, they were doing their own thing. They were abundantly rich. They were doing real good, helping other people, whatever. The son dies. Now, Elijah is still with them, and the son dies, and she asked him, she said, why did you allow this to happen? You're supposed to be the man of God. Well, she's mourning, see, as, we were, as I was saying before, mourning. Okay, people mourn. Give them time to mourn. Amen. And she said, why did this happen? You're supposed to be the man of God. So Elijah cried out to God. Imagine being Elijah. Everybody says Elijah just whistled Dixie and rose the man up from the dead. No. Elijah cried out to God, it says. Amen. And it says in verse 22, 1 Kings 17, 22, it says God heard. Two words. God heard. Amen. God hears your heart. God sees your tears. The Bible says, that's just not a cliche. The Bible says that God literally puts our tears 
in a bottle. Amen. God hears your your tears. God hears your cry. He knows what you're going through. He feels what you feel. Hallelujah. He's sending answers to you every single day. God is not like Amazon. He doesn't have a certain day where he where he sends his blessings. Amen. God sends you blessings every day. And remember, his day he's he's not on days like we are. His clock is not like our clock. Amen. Amen. And no, he's not the grandfather clock. Hallelujah. Father time. No, God operates. He, we operate in compartments, see, in fragments. God doesn't operate in fragments. God sends you blessings at all times. They're above you. He doesn't send it because it's the first watch or the second watch, the third watch or the fourth watch, Sunday or Wednesday or Tuesday night. God is blessing you constantly, and especially since Jesus Christ, his son, died for you and then rose. Jesus died and rose to let the devil know there's nothing. He said, you can't touch this. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so Elijah cried and God heard. If he did it for Elijah, why wouldn't he do it for you? Amen? And you have Jesus, right? We're, we're New Testament. We have Jesus. Amen? First Chronicles 5.20. Reuben, great men of war, cried to God and won the war. Amen? Prayers got answered once again. They won the war because they cried out to God. You want to win wars? Cry out to God. You're not going to win a war by acting like, well, I've got this. <laughs> you can say, I've got this all you want to, and it's just going to get worse. Cry out to God. I'm telling you, it's the truth. Cry out to God, and he'll help you. Amen. Amen. Second Chronicles 13, 14, Jeroboam, okay, came up against Judah. And he lost. Amen. People will come up against you because they feel that you're content. They feel that you have the spirit of the most high God in you. They feel that they see that you have favor on you. And your favor affects them. Your favor brings out jealousy. It, it, it stirs people to jealousy. And you're going to, as long as you have the favor of God on you, honey, you're going to run into somebody that's not going to like you, or you're going to run into somebody that might even smile on your face and hate you deep inside. Amen. Amen. So Jeroboam the king came up against Judah, tribe of Judah, and he lost. Amen. Israel called on God. They cried out to God. And then Judah ended up being in a situation where they were sandwiched in between two enemies. All right? Guess what? Israel cried to God, and they won the war. Amen? Second Chronicles 14.11, Asa. <laughs> Asa, the good king. Amen? Asa... When he got in, he removed idols and all that junk they had around worshiping and depending upon. Asa removed all that mess, and he cried unto the Lord. Amen. The Ethiopians were coming up against him and his people. He cried unto the Lord, and the Lord smote the Ethiopians who came up against Asa and Judah. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalms 34, 6, 
I hope I hope everybody's getting this. Amen. It, it, I can't say it any plainer. The Holy Spirit is giving you the, the, the witness. The Holy Spirit is giving you the scriptures that you need. Amen. Psalm 34, 6, and then Psalm 61, 2. It says, the poor man cried to God and was delivered out of all of his troubles. You want to be delivered out of all your troubles? Go to a tarot card reader. Buy a Ouija board. No, wait, no, 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 read the newspaper, read the horoscopes every day, amen? They're not holy scopes, they're horoscopes. No, you don't do that, that's wickedness, that's evil, and you're going to continue to have problems. Cry unto the Lord. The poor man cried unto God and was delivered out of some of his troubles, all of his troubles, amen? And then there's another song uh, made out of the songs. It's Psalm uh, 61, 2. It says, Hear our cry, O Lord, when our heart is overwhelmed. Do you ever hear that? Okay. Hear our cry, O Lord, when our heart is overwhelmed. They're letting God know, take it from here. I can't do it no more. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hear our cry, O Lord. He hears you. He knows what you're going through. He sees what you're going through. He knows that your health is being attacked. God knows that your finances are being attacked. You hold on to God, and soon you'll be laughing at the enemy here. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Amen. Hold on, folks. The three Ps. I'll, I'll leave it at that. If it hit me up later. If you know what the three Ps are, amen. <laughs> Y'all know what my three Ps are. All right. And the last one, Lamentations 2.18. Speaking of crying, Lamentations would be the book, okay? Cry unto God. Don't eat your own children out of hunger. Ask God for what you need. There was a time where people were under such a bad famine, uh, uh, they were going through so much in their lives, and they didn't have what they wanted, they didn't have what they needed, and instead of going to God or, or you know, trying to figure out how we can, you know, get some food here, grow gardens or whatever, people, believe it or not, actually ate their own children. So that double, what is it, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, that stuff is real, man. They were eating their own kids. Lamentations 2.18, write it down. I heard people asking me about it and took me a while. I I had seen it in the Word and took me a while to find it again. And this was under today's subject, crying to God, don't eat your own children. And that, that's not just physically. I believe God is speaking to us in, in, in the spirit as well, okay? You're going through mess. You're going through things in your life. Don't take it out on your kids. Amen? Don't take it out on your family. Because you're miserable, your family doesn't have to be miserable with you. Your kids don't have to be miserable with you. Amen? Hallelujah. Ask God for what you need. Amen? And I ended at that. Ask God for what you need. These people, the last one was the worst one. Isn't that something? They were eating their children because they didn't want to ask. What kind of, 
You know that's wickedness. That's outright wickedness. What kind of people would rather eat their children than to ask God, oh, my Lord, to send food? Didn't he send manna one time? God sent so much manna, they, 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 uh, they, they didn't like that. They said, we're tired of manna. We want something else. So God said, okay. So he sent them some meat. He sent them the whole butcher shop. And they ate so much meat till they vomited it up. God is a God of more than enough, y'all. Thank you, Jesus. God is a God of more than enough. He wants you to have things. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be good. He wants you to live the life, live the life of a true believer. But we have to stop falling for the devil's wiles. Every time the devil sends somebody or something into your life, ooh, you get all shook up. No. Cry unto God and say, Lord, this person is trying to wrap my nerves. I can't do it anymore. I give them to you. And didn't Jesus say, pray for your enemies? Amen. Didn't Jesus say, pray for your enemies? Amen. Hallelujah. Cry unto God. Hallelujah. You got a chance to do it right now. I hope everybody's saved listening to this. Are you saved? If you're not saved, it's easy. Don't let men talk you out of it and say, no, that's not the right way. It's this way. Don't let those so-called quote-unquote scholars stop you from accepting Jesus. All you got to do, read Romans 10. All you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on a cross and rose three days later. I believe in you. I accept you as my Savior and Thank you, Jesus. I love you. That's it. That's it. Like I said, don't let no scholars talk you out of your your salvation, okay? It's not about the dictionary. It's not about Strong's Concordance. It's not about the Greek and the Hebrew. It's about Romans 10. Amen? Accept Jesus Christ and believe he rose from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Find a Bible-believing church, okay? And begin to learn about him. And I like to tell people this too. Chew the meat and spit out the bones because you're going to hear a lot of stuff, okay? But just take it, cry unto the Lord, amen? Take it to the Lord and say, Lord, I heard this today. Um, Somebody taught me this today. Is this you? He'll answer. I don't know why people make it look so hard. God will answer you, amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God Almighty for he is worthy Amen. To be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this word. Bless each and every person that was on here today. Open up their hearts and open up their minds. Open up their spiritual hearts and their spiritual minds. Hallelujah. And show them. Step in, Lord. Step in and show them what they need to know so that they could cry unto you and not any witchcraft, no earthly things that cannot help them, no temporal power. Show them what permanent power is. Show them what eternal power is. Hallelujah. In fact, Lord God, right now I decree and declare that each person listening to this that just accepted Jesus Christ will have eternal power and people that know them will see it and they will begin to get stronger and stronger. They'll wax stronger and stronger upon every awakening in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. May God be, God is gracious unto you. Amen. Hallelujah. And may God give you peace that passes 
all understanding. And remember, I tell everybody, Jesus said it, and I say it. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem in Jesus' holy name. Amen.